0: you're gonna learn today i needed to know everything because i now had to pay for my child's roof over his head you know i had to go into work and income i had to learn how to fucking swindle them so i could get a food grant and all of this stuff hey guys and welcome back to another episode of wellness fucking wednesday with nyx I don't know if you know, but my my voice is quite sultry today. Um, I really feel like I'm doing a bit of an ASMR. I might start tapping on my mic. Nah, I won't. Um, I should have brought a piece of fucking toast in and chewed on that right on your fella's earlobes. Anyways... Um, the reason that I kind of sound a little bit softer, I feel like I do, is because I'm sitting down. Every time I do a podcast, I've I've got the most like hoariest. If you're an Aussie, the the term is bogan boganiest. I don't know if that's a word, but fuck it. Set up. I, you know, when I do these podcasts, I just literally turn my fucking drawers around, set my camera, set my microphone up, and I stand, I've got tall boys, and I stand next to these tall boys and I literally set my microphone on, I've I've done podcasts where my microphone's been sitting on a fucking vibrator box, just so that I'm at that level and then because I'm standing up I'm real fiery I'm real passionate and shit like that. Anyway, I'm sitting down today because I'm getting bigger My stomach's getting bigger and I just can't be fucked standing up So here we are guys. I'm gonna take a sip of my English breakfast right now Sorry, I should have had it earlier, but hey, that is what it is Let's get into it today I thought, um, while we're sitting down and we're just having this bit of a chit-chat, I won't sound too sultry, it might make you fucking cringe. I thought we'd have this bit of a chit-chat and talk about life lessons that we teach our children and why they're so fucking important. Obviously, we want our kids to be happy, we want them to be safe and confident and all that other good shit when they grow up and they live their lives. For me, I want my kids to really thoroughly fucking enjoy their lives, and to get the very best out of it. Aside from the normal life lessons we teach them, which is things like having good manners, gratitude, and the way that we teach our children gratitude—just one of the many ways—is fucking. hell, who am I uh, sounding like, Mother of the Year? Uh, is through karakia and through prayer, you know being grateful for your fucking food also life lessons like healthy living or healthy eating and I will just cut in there and I'll just say that I don't teach them that all the fucking time, you know, when I'm taking them to McDonald's or taking them to the bakery and shit like that, that's not really teaching them healthy living, but anyway this isn't about me (laughs) I'm not going to put myself on the fucking spot right now. But also, we teach them things about respect and having respect for your elders. We teach them, I know one big, massive thing for my partner is teaching them about time management. Had a conversation last night with my partner actually while we we're sitting in the lounge and I was writing out my points for this podcast and I said to him babe what's a real important fucking life lesson that you really want to instill in the kids or that you already currently are instilling in the kids and he said time management Um, and that was very important to him because he doesn't want our children wasting their fucking time with those that they love with family and things like that. I said to him where did that come from for you and he said um, when grandparents passed away and I totally fucking resignate with that because you know when Alaska passed away and all the fucking times I spent um arguing you know and just doing really stupid things and just fully wasting time I should have been spending that with Alaska so totally that's a big thing for us to be teaching our children is to not waste your fucking time and have good time management. Another thing is obviously teaching our children about responsibilities, and we do that with a bit of incentives. You know, our our children get $10 a week each week for their chores. But the flip side of teaching them about responsibilities and giving them responsibilities like chores, and that is teaching them how to run and manage a fucking house. How to not live in a shithole, which is very important, you know? How to look after yourself, good hygiene, fucking make yourself presentable. One thing that my mum taught me ages ago was make sure your house is clean as if you're expecting visitors at all times of the fucking day. And so that's how, that's always stuck with me and I want my children to fucking do the same, you know? So we constantly have bedroom checks and and shit like that. My daughter, I'm going to be honest, I I just, I don't know where she come from. Straight up. I I just, I look at her room and I just think, what the fuck are you doing? Are you... Even listening when mum tells you how to make a bed or mum shows you, oh my god, she gives me fucking heart attacks, I swear to god. The other thing that we as parents want to teach our children is about priorities, because that's a biggie. It's a biggie for when you become an adult and you need to prioritise your shit. Now, with all that being said, those are like the main things. You know, those are, I feel like those are the kind of the fundamentals of life lessons that we teach our children. If I had it my way, honestly, I'd bubble wrap my kids, I'd wrap them up, I'd fucking shield them and that's purely because I know the world can be a cruel, fucked up place. And it hurts me to think about my children kind of following my footsteps and going through the the outrageous fortune that I, you know, that I was dealt. Um, but also I understand that I can't fucking bubble wrap them. I can't shield them from everything because that's not going to be beneficial for them. They're not going to fucking learn any- anything. It just can't happen like that. The world doesn't work like that. So, with that being said, I have three very important lessons that I feel like I have to teach my children. And I'm going to explain to you guys what those are and why they're so important to me. Okay, number one for me is definitely financial management. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take it back. And we're going to just have a bit of a chit chat about why teaching my children about financial management is so fucking important. So when I was going to school and stuff, you know, we weren't really fucking being taught shit about the real world and about, you know, one day you're going to come into some money and, uh, you know, it's going to be a hell of a lot more than the $5 you get for your school lunch each week, each Wednesday on payday or whatever it is but you're going to come into money. And how are you going to manage that money? You know, there was nothing like that. I wasn't being taught anything fucking like that at school. And then at home, I had no financial responsibilities at home. My mum and dad, they paid our rent. They fucking, you know, paid our power, put food in the cupboard. Dinner was always ready at five o'clock. I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. I had one hustle in school, um, and this was when I was about, fuck, how old was I? Probably about 13. And every Monday, well, every Sunday night, my mum would give me $10. And this $10 was for my bus ticket for the whole week to get me to and from school. Now, on Monday mornings, I would wake up early as fuck, and I would run to school And that would take me about an hour just to get to school. When I got to school, there was a little dairy that was out the front of our um, school, just around the corner there. I I went to Whangarei Girls High School. And there was a little dairy, and I would run down there, and I'd stand out the front of that dairy, and I'd ask people, can you please buy me a packet of um, holiday 20s? And so they would. And then what I would do is I would take out five and I would sell those 5 so my goal or my challenge was I had until the end of the day to make $10 so I could buy my fucking bus ticket otherwise I'll probably get a hiding when I got home <laughs> so so I would designate 5 of the 20 cigarettes that I had and I would spend that whole day at school selling those trying to sell those 5 cigarettes for $2 each and I would, easy as. By the end of the day, I would be able to jump on the bus, buy my bus ticket with that $10, and now I would have 15 cigarettes left. What I would do is I would sell five more, and then I'd have me some money for throughout the week to buy my lunch and shit like that. And I would have 10 cigarettes left over for me to smoke because by then I started smoking when I was 11 Um, and so that was my little hustle now if I broke those tailor-maids down I could get two rollies out of one ciggy which in turn would mean that I would have 20 cigarettes now and I would have $10 um, spending money and I would have my bus ticket for the week and so that was my hustle. Now, if I had known a little better, I would have reinvested money. I would have with that $10 instead of spending it on fucking pies and shit, I would have went and bought another packet of cigarettes, you know. And then ultimately I would have learned how to bulk buy, which would have made me more profits and things like that. But I was too dumb. I thought I was fucking balling just the fact that I had this hustle at the age of 13 with these ciggies. And so that was how – that was the only kind of little bit of financial management that I had at that age was hustling with this $10 for this bus ticket that my mum gave me. Anyway, it was like the blink of an eye – that I was shipped from under my parents' wings to now I was running my own three-bedroom home. As you know, I was pregnant at 14, and I had my son at just turned 15, and we moved into our own home. Uh, Rental, of course, but our own home. So, you know, I fucking went from... Didn't even have to cook dinner, didn't even have to worry I didn't even know anything about paying rent I didn't know anything about paying power and shit like that I had no financial responsibilities to now I, I need a fucking, you're gonna learn today I needed to know everything Because I now had to pay for my child's roof over his head You know, I had to learn how to go into work and income Um, to apply for benefits I had to learn how to fucking swindle them so I could get a food grant and all of this stuff the other thing is I did I got on the benefits, and all of a sudden you know from managing fucking ten dollars max a week I now had like four hundred five hundred dollars going into my bank each week And that was a fuckload of money for a 15-year-old, you know, with absolutely no sense of financial management. So I had no knowledge on how to spend it wisely. My mum did teach me, and I still remember this to this day. She said to me, babe, as long as the rent's paid, you know, the cupboards are full and our power's paid, fuck it if we're broke. And I remember her saying that to me when I was young as. And so that always stuck with me. But the thing is, is we would have leftover money after I'd paid all those and I just fucking splashed it because, you know, like, I, I, I just can't help but to keep thinking about when I lived with mum and I'd get home from school and I'd have to ask mum, mum, can I have, um, can I make me a sandwich or mum, can I have an um, apple or something like that, you know. And towards now, I'm living in my own house I've got my own money And fuck, I can buy me a packet of squiggles I can have a packet of squiggles for dinner Shit, I can have, you know I can go down the road and buy me a fucking pie if I wanted Any time So I was not healthy living Our pantry was just filled with absolute fucking rubbish And I wouldn't be able to, we would have no money after two days from getting the money, you know, because I didn't know how to fucking hold on to it. And then the result of that was that there were days that um, my child had no milk, you know, and I had no money to get him a milk because I hadn't set aside and I hadn't saved any money for that. So I started borrowing money and begging my parents and becoming reliant on my parents and shit like that. The only time that all of that changed for me, and I'll be honest, was when I started fucking drug dealing. Which was years and years later, but that is the only time that I really kind of clicked about financial management. And the reason that I had to, I had to click is because the consequences were life or fucking death. I could literally be killed if I didn't learn quickly how to fucking manage my money. The life lessons I got from that, which I still fucking live by today, is if you can't afford it, don't fucking get it. Live within your means. So that's me all the time. My partner's financial outlook is save and invest. Fuck, he is so good with saving. It's crazy. Like sometimes he's too good, you know <laughs> you know like I'll go to he's just a fucking fucked up example. I'll go to grab the three dollar bread and he'll he'll pull up like hold up the one dollar bread and say, you know we could get three of these for the one one loaf that you're holding. you know, and I'm like, come on, come on, babe, you know shit, we work hard you know let's play hard and get the three dollar loaf of bread you know but he is oh man he teaches me heaps hard out about um financial management as well so yeah he also taught me that by buying everything for the kids it's not fucking teaching them anything before I kind of met him I would just fucking get my children whatever they needed. And they would get, they get $10 a week into their accounts. And since I've kind of met him and we've become this big, massive blended family, whenever the kids come to me and say, oh, mum, can I get this? He'll say, hey, you've got money. How much have you got in your account? Because you can buy it out of your money if you want it that bad. Oh, my God. And then my kids will turn around to me and say, oh, no, never mind. I'm like, oh! State of it <laughs> But it's He's on He's on by having that mentality That shit If you want something You gotta save up And you gotta fucking buy it yourself Cause then you'll you'll value it You'll look after it You know if you get it handed to you On a silver fucking platter It's not gonna mean that much And the kids probably won't even look after it So anyway That's me I'm fucking hard out learning And my hopes and my wishes for the kids are to truly understand the value of money. I want them to understand the importance of saving and having financial goals and prioritise spending and the management of the spending because I don't want them fucking going through what I went through where I was absolutely fucking clueless. And next minute I came into money, you know, when I got on that benefit and I didn't know how to hold on to it. I didn't know how to kind of space it out. I remember my mum even saying, Nix, just do it like set your, when you get your money, fucking have $10 a day. $10 a day, that's 70 bucks. Put the rest away. After you've paid your rent, your power, your food, Put get seven envelopes and put $10 in each envelope. And that's what you fellas live on. And if you don't spend any money for that day, put it into your savings. Put that $10 in your savings. God, you think I'd fucking listen, eh, guys? No, hell no. Number two is being independent and having a plan. So I'm going to take it back. I was never independent. I was always very dependent on either my parents or men. And that didn't turn out fucking good. That did not turn out good. I kind of feel wretched for my parents when I reflect now because a lot of the times I had this expectation on my parents that because you're my parent, you owe me. You fucking owe me. Oh, yuck. It makes me cringe just even thinking about my mentality back then. You know, if I needed something, you're my parent. Who else am I going to fucking go to, you know? And my parents are real hard workers and they tried to instil in me, hey, you fucking don't just get shit handed on a silver platter. You got to work for that. But I just wouldn't let that sink in. In terms of me being dependent on men, now that got me in some fucked up places. When I think about this, I really think about my daughter. How important it is for me to teach her to fucking be independent and to always have a plan. And I know some of you are probably listening to this and thinking, hey, what about your sons? Well, I went through these experiences. And so for me, it's like for my daughter to go through that, it fucking kills me. And some of the things that I, I went through because I wasn't independent was I was very much controlled. You know, I had to put up with domestic violence and getting fucking beaten, the constant arguing and fucking fighting. There were, you know, it's fucked up, but there were times that I I thought, you know, people were there to help me in my absolute fucking time of need and I ended up becoming like a slave in all ways And I couldn't get myself out of it, you know, and this was purely because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have, I I had not one dollar to my fucking name. I couldn't go anywhere. I had no support, you know, I purposely cut off my support channels. And so when I really fucking needed to get out and and start fresh, I, I had no way of doing that. And because I had no way, I was fully fucking under their control, beaten with the knowing that I had nowhere to go, even if I was beating, beaten, I had nowhere to go or nowhere to run to. That was fucked up, you know. There, that, that, that was, when I reflect back now, those were some of the worst fucking times of my life, feeling like I couldn't escape. But because of those experiences... I kind of made a a fucking challenge with myself, a deal with myself. You are going to work your little ass off, Nicola, and you are going to fucking go hard because we are never going through that ever again. I will never, ever put myself in a situation where I am under someone else's fucking control and where I can't get up and go and, and start fresh if need be. So where am I now? I have security. You know, I've got a little nest egg over there for a rainy day in case anything fucking happens. I've got self-reliance. You know, yes, I've got my partner that I can rely on, but I definitely don't depend on him in terms of it's a life or death, like I'm I'm under his control because I've got absolutely fucking nothing. Oh hell no, I fucking work my ass off to not ever be in that position. And I'm not. I can definitely take care of me and my family because I've worked to get to that point. And you know, this is the thing. We go through some fucking out of it shit in our lives. And some really bad experiences. But boy, man, if you can really take from that and say, right, I'm never going to be in that situation again. I'll do what it fucking takes. Boy, we can turn our lives around. And that's what I feel like I've done in that sense. My wish for the kids are to work as hard as you can. Sacrifice. Stay hungry. Stay driven and determined. To get yourself to a position where you got you. I even have this talk with my daughter about sharing yourself with someone. I talk to her about building herself up to survive physically, emotionally, psychologically and financially on her fucking own. I remind her constantly that you're a fucking dime piece, That you're beautiful. That you can do things on your own. You know, and then one day when you find someone, hopefully it ain't fucking soon, girl. It better not be soon girl. But one day when you find someone, then you can share yourself with that someone. You know, you're not reliant on that person. You're not gonna die without that fucking person. You can hold your own if shit turned to custard, you've always got a nest egg there. You know, that you can go anywhere in this country and fucking start fresh. And, and I have those conversations. My daughter's only 11, and I have those types of conversations with her. And that purely comes from my experiences that I don't ever want to fucking see my daughter get into. Number three, and this is very important, um, not only to me but my partner as well, that we instil in our children, is be yourself at all fucking times. Now, growing up for me, there were strains in our home, and that was from intergenerational trauma that my mum went through. And it it made it difficult for her to have that connection with me because, um, you know, it took me years to finally understand this. But it was like an apple tree is going to produce apples. It's not going to produce pears because it's not a fucking pear tree. And in terms of my mum, you know, she wasn't taught how to have a connection with a daughter. And so when it came to me, she didn't know how to have that connection with me. Because of that, our relationship was strained. What that led me to do was to kind of go to school and I was desperate for attention at school. I was desperate from, for attention from friends and males. I started to change, I started doing things that I wouldn't normally fucking do, and this would get me in trouble with my mum as well because I started to, I don't know, fucking just be an idiot. And, yeah, it would start causing stuff at home, which would make our relationship even more strained. And I started doing these things for acceptance, um, for approval, validation, you know, um, and praise. Like, if I, if I fucking did this, you know, then my friends and that would be like, Fah, you're cool. Oh, my God, it makes me cringe thinking about it now. But just those kind of words and acknowledgement meant so much to me back then. And I remember there was a lot of things that I really wanted to do, like, um, you know, my passion was fucking, oh, like, interviewing and stuff like that and story writing, and it wasn't anybody else's passion, it wasn't any of my other friends' passions, and so I kind of thought that I was fucking weird and that, you know, the things that I personally liked to do were not cool, so I, I... You know, I didn't do it that often or I didn't share it with anybody. My fear um, for our children is doing the same or going through the same. Becoming somebody that they're fucking not, um, just to fit in. And the solution to that is um, that we have to build our kids up. We have to emphasise on all the things that make our kids unique And we do that, straight up, we do that. As soon as we see something that our children are doing, we we hearty pounce on that. We're fucking cool, you know, like really let them know that whatever it is that they are passionate about and that they enjoy doing is fucking awesome. Don't you dare hide that, you know. Um, We let them know that they're loved by those that matter, which is their family, um, for exactly who they are. No matter how weird they are, and fuck, sometimes our kids are weird as, but that's what makes them them, you know, and we constantly let them know that they don't need to be like everybody else. Fuck being like everybody else. You don't have to follow suit and copy what everyone else is doing. Be a trendsetter. Shit. And that is my wish for our children, is to live their lives however they want by being themselves 100%. I just don't want my children to go through the depressions and things that they they don't feel worthy, they don't feel good enough. And that's where it's our responsibility and our job to fucking hype our children up and let them know now that they are worthy and that they are absolutely fucking everything, you know? And if we keep doing that and doing that and doing that, by the time they're adults, that's going to be firmly imprinted in their fucking heads. And that's our wish for our kids. From following their dreams to learning from their mistakes, there are so many life lessons that I want my children to learn before they grow up. I also know that I'm going to have to take a backseat to them driving their own life vehicle. And fuck, I hate that idea. Oh my god, I hate that idea. It scares the daylights out of me. But... Like we said in the beginning, I'm not able to shield them. We can't wrap them up in fucking bubble wrap, guys. We just can't do that, and we can't save them. Until then, however, we can do our best to drill as much into them and provide them with as much tools as we possibly can. I'm fucking so open with my children about my experiences. You know, even the grotty, the the crazy, the type of experiences you don't even want to acknowledge happen. And I'm fucking straight up the guts with the kids because that's the real world. That is a possibility. Even how ugly it is, that's a possibility. But mum went through that. I made it out of there. And these are the fucking tools that I got. So here, take these tools, put them in your belt, you know, because one day you might come to that intersection and you might say, fuck, this is exactly what mum was talking about. Where's Where's those tools? I don't need to go down there. Mum went down there for us and she told me what that was like and I don't fucking need to go down there. And that's what I want for these kids. Thank you so much for joining me today on our podcast, and I hope to see you back here next Wednesday for Wellness Fucking Wednesday with Nick's.